Hello, Brian. How's it going today? It's going all right. How are you doing, Andre? I'm doing well. Thought maybe we could do a bonus show. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, everyone out there, we're going to do a quick bonus show. Um, it might be a little while before I get fully on track and and get all the guests on here that I want to have on for uh more of the season two. I really enjoyed the last show with Chris Consoli. Thought he did an excellent job sharing his techniques of cleaning up and uh, restoring LJ and rings. Um, but I've got a couple people that, uh, oh, the, you know, a couple of my uh, favorite people in the whole wide world that are going through some health things right now. So I've kind of backed off on recording and uh, just going to take a few minutes here uh, to share a couple things. Um, one is, uh, uh, as you've heard on the show before, I'm a, a huge, uh, 49er fan. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about their Super Bowl run coming up. I honestly think they're going to take it all this year. Maybe by the time you'll hear this, uh, they'll have already been eliminated by the Packers. Um, but I think they're going to beat the Packers. I think they're going to win the NFC championship. And I think whoever they face in the Super Bowl, they're going to, they're going to come out on top and Brock Purdy's going to lead them to a title. So um, I, I've been wrong plenty of times on this. If you look at the uh, 29 years since they last won the, the, the Super Bowl, uh, they've been to the playoffs 12 times. This is, uh, this is the 25th time I've been alive that they've been to the playoffs. They were, they were there um, 12 times, uh, for their, you know, when, for the first part of my life, they were there 12 times from the 1981 season through the 1980, uh, through the 1994 season. And they won five Super Bowls. Um, the last 12 times they've been there, uh, have been in the last 28 years and here, 29 is the 25th time I've seen them make it there. And, uh, and it hasn't been as successful as it was after the 1994 season. They've been to the Super Bowl twice and lost twice. Uh, they've been to the NFC Championship game five times and lost, um, as, aside from those two Super Bowl appearances. Uh, growing up, it was a different story. You know, they, they, uh, they went 12 playoffs. They won five Super Bowls. Um, so anyway, I, I'm confident they're going to do it this year. I've got... Uh, I'm faithful they'll do it. Uh, my best friend Eric just turned 49. I'm 49. It's, it seems like the right time for the 49ers to win again as uh, <laughs> as my best friend and I are 49ers ourselves. So uh, happy birthday, Eric, and, uh, and go Niners. Uh, like I say, uh, uh, all my best to all the other football fans out there and their squads. Uh, most teams are out of it now. We're down to... Uh, Eight left on the uh, on the cusp of uh, the division round, where the 49ers will face the Packers, and the winner of that game will face the winner of the Buccaneers and Lions game. Uh, also, uh, condolences to all the fans that are um, have uh, seen their teams go out. Um, Drew Vensel, in particular, the Browns had a, a magical year, and so I was sad to see them uh, uh, things fall apart there. Uh, there was a pass interference that didn't get called, and everything kind of went downhill from there. I think that could have switched the whole momentum of the game, and it, it didn't happen. But uh, they've got a promising future, and uh, uh, go Browns next year, Drew. Um, anyway, that's uh, that's my football talk for now. Go Niners. Um, other things I wanted to talk about are the big rubber guys uh, have some new figures coming out, Magnum TA and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. 
Um, I love both of them. They both look phenomenal. They, they seem like the design team is getting better and better with each wave. And, uh, and, and both of those figures, if you haven't seen them yet, check them out. Um, they'll be up for pre-order soon, I'm sure. Hacksaw has the, uh, the blue attire on, which is kind of nice, differentiates from the LJN stuff he was wearing with the uh, white boots, white um, knee pads, and the black trunks like he wore in the Royal Rumble 1988, wore during that time period. Uh, it's been uh, almost 36 years since Hacksaw won the very first Royal Rumble. Um, but yeah, Big Rubber Guys has knocked it out of the park, in my opinion, on the newest designs that are set uh, to come out in, uh, I believe it's wave six. Um, Magnum TA also just a phenomenal looking figure. Uh, the boots on him, the, uh, it, just check that one out. Um, I did get to meet Magnum TA at eighties wrestling con last year. Um, he actually arrived. It was really, um, it was probably 1130 at night when he showed up the night before eighties wrestling con, he and his son, uh, had driven 13 hours from their home up to New Jersey, just a straight shot. And uh, when he got to the hotel and came down to the conference room where uh, Tommy Fierro had catering and and uh, and I was lucky enough to be invited and, and there with uh, several of the different wrestlers, um, Magnum was nice enough to sit down and tell some stories. So I actually got to talk to him about uh, Andre the Giant giving him that Magnum uh, moniker, uh, saying he looked like Magnum P.I. and and uh, and he had the it factor and and uh, it, it was it was really cool to sit in the presence of Magnum T.A. and all these other stars, and I'm excited about that figure coming out. So I'm, I'm definitely on board for that uh, pair of figures when they go up for pre-order. Uh, I will order both of them for sure. Um, along with that, uh, got to do a. Uh, Jesse the Body Ventura custom figure. Uh, if you look through my Twitter feed, it's at 80 underscore wrestling. And uh, you can type that in the search bar at 80 underscore wrestling and, uh, and put a space in there and type Jesse Ventura. Um, you, you'll, it'll come up, I'm sure. But uh, got to repaint a Jesse figure. I've done one other of those. And uh, I wanted to, to, to give Kyle... Um, Kyle Peterson, uh, Sir Paul 64 on Twitter, uh, a, a gift. And so I, I sent him a picture with a bunch of the different figures I had available. Um, if you don't follow, uh, follow Kyle and, and watch his videos on YouTube, he's, he's a, just a huge beacon to the community, just a, a tremendous force. He does, uh, unboxings all the time on YouTube and does a great job and uh, a great follow, a great guy to subscribe to his YouTube channel and watch his videos. And just as a thank you, I wanted to paint a figure for him. And that was the figure he chose was the Jesse the Body Ventura figure. Uh, he has a top 10 LJN uh, video that I'd recommend checking out. And Jesse Ventura is on that top 10. And he was uh, the highest ranked of the ones that I offered up. Uh, I had uh, about Oh, 25 that I was able to, to say, Hey, if you want one of these, I'd love to paint one for you. And Jesse was on his list and the one he chose. So I was finally able to get around to, to painting a Jesse Ventura figure. Um, I was kind of excited because it's the first time I got to, to paint the, uh, the bald spot on Jesse's, uh, head, uh, or leave it blank basically, instead of painting it over with bandana. If you look real close, if you have the Jesse, 
LJN figure. Check it out and you'll see that his hair is above the bottom part of the bandana towards the back of the uh, uh, of his head on the figure. And there's a spot on there where it looks like it, it should have been left um, just his bald head, but they painted in with the light blue on the actual LJN figure. So uh, for the first time, I got to paint it how I think it was originally intended to be painted and uh, got to ship that off to Kyle in Iowa. And he was able to get that. So I'm, I'm glad that uh, that he got it and that he has a nice spot for it in his collection, he says. So um, very cool to... Uh, uh, to do another Jesse Ventura figure. It had been, oh, probably 10 months since, um, since I'd painted a Jesse figure. It, it's, uh, it was one of the more time consuming, especially the first time around, um, probably took me nine hours. This one, um, my, it, it took considerably less time, which was nice. I was, I've, uh, I've really cut down on, on my, uh, my time requirements as far as painting these guys and that one was uh, a super fun figure to paint and i was really happy with the uh, the results i went with a, a darker brown on the mustache this time around and like i say i was uh, i think the coolest part to me is just um doing things a little bit different each time when i paint these um it just makes for a really fun experience um along with that um i got to uh talk on 80s wrestling the podcast again uh, I'm a regular caller on there. It's it's really therapeutic for me to talk to Jumping Jay and Tommy Fierro and every week on uh, on '80s Wrestling the podcast. If you don't check it out, it's um, it's on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, you can find it wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I've been talking on there for over two years with these guys, and and uh, like doing this podcast. Like I say, it's just one of those therapeutic things that that gives me joy. And so, um, this week we talked about, uh, a subject I brought up to, to Jay, the, the 40th anniversary of Hulk Hogan, uh, winning the title from Iron Sheik that comes up on January 23rd. It'll be, have been 40 years. And, and I mentioned on there and, and I'll mention again here, it's, uh, to me, one of the coolest things about it is how, uh, Vince really, um, rebuilt the company, right at that time he he hired so much new talent to support this new launch of uh of hulk winning the title and the the torch being passed from backland to Sheik and then to hogan um right before uh 1984 so i think it was december uh 26th that uh Sheik won the title from backland and it was um i want to say december 28th that mean gene okerlund and hulk hogan uh, first appeared at the uh, at a TV taping that uh, was shown January 1st, I want to say, but uh, uh, Hogan came in and uh, ended up saving Backlund from the Wild Samoans, so Backlund uh, uh, told the crowd that Hogan had changed his ways and didn't have that classy Freddie Blassie with him anymore and gave him the rub. Um, I don't know that Bob knew that he was going to be uh, phased out so quickly, but uh, but like I say, uh, along with uh, Hulk, uh, Vince brought in Mean Gene Okerlund, which was huge. He uh, a, a smaller pickup uh, right at the same time. A couple days before that, if not the same time, was Lord Alfred Hayes. So he had a couple new voices. Uh, he also brought in a, a whole new crew of villains. Um, Paul Orndorff, I believe, came in in November of 83. Uh, he also brought in uh, David Schultz, I want to say December of 83. Um, so along with uh, Paul Orndorff and David Schultz, uh, Roddy Piper came along a few days later. I think it was January 3rd. Um, 
but Roddy joined up, and, and at first Roddy managed Paul Orndorff and David Schultz. Uh, in uh, late 83, uh, Adrian Adonis returned to WWF, and uh, Dick Mur Murdoch came with him, so he had a uh, a very talented in-ring in pair that we, he would eventually put the tag titles on in Adrian and Dick Murdoch. Um, along with uh, with those guys, uh, later in the year, it was uh, around September that Bobby Heenan came over. He was the only guy that uh, that stuck out his entire contract with Vern Gagne in AWA and, um, and didn't take the extra money to... Uh, to break the contract right away. So um, as as Vince was was building up this new talent pool um, and this new uh, announce guy announcing guys and and redefining the roster, um, having uh, uh, Sergeant Slaughter turn babyface, um, it was something where they were going national and being as strong as they'd ever been. And Hulk Hogan with the the success of Rocky that had come out in uh, uh, May, I believe, of 1982, and the, the the song that he started off with, The Eye of the Tiger, which I mentioned on 80s Wrestling, the podcast, my high school mascot was the Tigers. So it's something where even uh, when I went to high school from uh, 89 um, until I graduated in uh, 93, so you know, freshman year is... Uh, September 89 and, and graduated in the spring of 93 um, every sporting event we would travel to in the team bus we'd be playing Eye at the Tiger and uh, you know it had come out in 82 with Rocky 3 so uh, you've got this larger than life superstar Hulk Hogan this larger than life song that's uh, gets your adrenaline flowing and you've got a whole new cast of stars that are uh uh, do, joining forces for this national expansion of the WWF, and that all started, like I say, 40 years ago, um, 1984, uh, January 23rd, when Hulk beat the Sheik, and the build-up was right before that, when uh, when Vince started uh, grabbing talent from all over the place and and heading towards that path that that launched him ahead of all the other uh, promotions and territories in the world of pro wrestling. So kind of crazy that it's been four decades uh since uh since that huge build and launch of uh wwf talent um if you do want to check out uh every thursday morning typically it, it starts at 7 a.m eastern 10 a.m pacific and you can listen live at blog talk radio backslash 80s wrestling the podcast and uh hear a new topic every week i want to say we're going to be talking about um the 1989 Royal Rumble this Thursday coming up. So uh, you can listen to that after the fact or listen to it uh, live uh, at that website. Um, also, I did pick up a couple figures this week. Uh, I really, really cut down on figures. This latest line from Mattel, the uh, five legends, I'm, I'm usually most interested in the legends uh, of the line, but uh, uh, I haven't even gone to Target. I know if I'm in there, I'll, I'll probably end up buying one two or three of them but uh i love the line i just i'm running out of space and my budget is low and uh i've just got different priorities right now in my life so i'm trying to to hold off on them but uh the andre and the yellow gear from wrestlemania 2 the andre and the red gear um still has that wrestlemania 2 shirt that he probably never wore but uh, uh that 
that gear uh, uh, Drew Vensel talked about on Tales from the Estate, so I messaged uh, on his Twitter account that uh, Hulk uh, uh, teamed with Andre at the Saturday Night's main event that aired November 1st, 1985, and uh, Andre wore that red gear. Hogan actually wore all white, but they teamed up against uh, King Kong Bundy and Big John Studd in that third ever Saturday Night's main event. Uh, if you're looking for a really fun Saturday Night's main event to watch, that is one of my favorite. It's very favorites. It's it's also the Halloween episode, so there's just so much cool stuff on that one. Uh, Roddy dresses up as Super Roddy. Uh, Iron Sheik as Bat Sheik. Um, they've got Randy Savage as Tarzan. Elizabeth as Jane. Uh, King Kong Bundy as, uh, as Abraham Lincoln. Um, Hulk Hogan as Hercules. Lou Albano as Caesar. Um... Mean Gene Okerlund, I think he's dressed up as a pumpkin. Uh, Bobby Heenan is uh, uh, Davy Crockett. Uh, you you got to check this one out if you get a chance. Uh, JYD is uh, the mummy. Um, Hibbley Jim and uh, uh, Uncle Elmer and, and uh, Cousin Luke, I believe those are the three hillbillies on there. They're, uh, they're dressed up as the three musketeers. So Highly recommend the November 1st, 1985 Saturday Night's main event. If you haven't seen it yet, it's a ton of fun. Um, uh, but anyway, the, that line of uh, Mattels with the two Andres, the Iron Sheik and the Red Trunks, which is what he wore when he lost the belt to Hogan, um, just the standard trunks with the camel on them, not his, his uh, very fancy uh, longer tights that he wore to uh, WrestleMania 1, WrestleMania 3, but... Just a, a pair of the short uh, standard trunks like he wore so often at house shows. Um, that's what he has in this latest line. He also has the headgear on. And uh, um, like I say, I, if I see that or I see those Andres, I'd probably pick up. Um, I'd probably be so tempted I'd probably pick those things up. Uh, along with that, they've got a, uh, a heel Hulk Hogan from uh, his 79 to 81 run where he's wearing a, a white... Um, white gear that's like King Kong Bundy's uh, gear with the straps and and uh, he's got a robe on uh, also a, a great figure I think Jimmy Hart is probably my least favorite of the bunch it's uh, WCW Jimmy where he's got the the Hogan attire on so that would be the my least favorite of the bunch but love that whole line um, that whole series of legends uh, but I'm going to hold off on them so um, if you're out there looking for them though uh, great figures um I, I did pick up a couple Mattels. Um, I lately I've pretty much been uh, only buying them when I see them on clearance. So there's a Brock Lesnar with the stairs that was uh, fairly recent, where he's got a smile on. I didn't have any Brock figures, and Brock is really probably my favorite wrestler of the last 20 years. Uh, he's somebody that I I just love the performances he has in his matches. Uh, I I don't mind seeing Brock anytime he comes back. So. Um, I finally now have a Brock Lesnar figure. Got it for $6.89. And along with that, uh, there's a figure I didn't think I would get. It's the Hulk Hogan that has the uh, the fist helmet on. And same thing, it was on clearance at Target for $6.89. So I, ha I bought that also. So those are a couple figure pickups. I haven't opened them up yet. Um, there's a chance I could get rid of them, but I, I don't think I will. Uh, I also picked up a Honky Tonk Man. Uh, oh, about a week before that. Uh, so it's been a couple weeks, but a honky tonk man for six eighty nine on clearance as well. So haven't opened that either, but um, 
Again, when I see figures for less than seven bucks, it's hard to pass them up, but at $22.99, uh, the price on, uh, on even the figures I love, I, I, I'm just being more selective. I think the majority of my collecting is going to really be geared towards the big rubber guys more than anything else. Um, so uh, that's, uh, that's my Legendary Wrestling Figures bonus show talk for this week is um, just a little bit about Mattel's, a little bit about those big rubber guys, a little bit about the 40th anniversary of Hulk beating the Sheik, and, uh, and thoughts and prayers to the people I love most who are going through some medical stuff right now. I hope everything uh, goes how we want it and everything turns out okay. Um, I do want to uh, just give some... Uh, some quick thanks out to uh, um, Matt in Massachusetts, uh, Diego, uh, Chris Consoli, um, and my best friend Eric. Uh, also, uh, uh, Jumping Jay, Tommy Fierro, Mark Halverson, Nate at Ring Skirts, um, Drew and, uh, and Caitlin Vensel, um, Tim uh, from Pulling Up a Chair, um, Toto with Tom, uh, Brian Breaker, Jeff and Scott Toon. Uh, there's a lot more of you out there. I, I just wanted to shout those guys out in particular um, and say thank you. And, and thank you to everyone I didn't mention as well. I'm, uh, I appreciate the friendship that you all give me and the support that you give me. And I hope you're all doing well. Um, I will uh, be back um, again, hopefully soon. It, it could be it could be a little bit of a lengthy uh it could be a couple weeks. We'll see. Um, like I say, trying to uh, hang with all the uh, the stuff going on and, and uh, hoping everything turns out well for loved ones. So um, happy new year to everyone. I've said it uh, the last episode. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're staying warm. And uh, I wish you all well. And thank you so much for the support and the listening and uh, and just your friendship. So Again, uh, uh, go 49ers. Uh, you know, if it doesn't happen, it, it'll be uh, it'll be a long uh, a long 29 year wait that'll be extended another year at least. But um, I think they'll do it. Um, I really do. I've, I'm faithful. This is the year, and I'm faithful that uh, Brock Purdy is going to shock everyone. I, I've been watching closely, and I think anybody that hasn't watched might not realize how good this kid is. Um, He's special, and I, I think he's the guy that's going to lead him to the promised land of another Super Bowl title, number six. Um, again, all my best. Uh, Andre, do you want to sing a song this week at the end uh, uh, again, or uh, what do you got? I know it's in a song. You can, uh, you can enjoy it. We, uh, we'll see how you like it. See how the people like it. Anyway, it's just a bummy show. If they don't like it, that's fine, too. Definitely is. All right, everyone. Um, thanks again. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all your support. And uh, uh, all, all my best to you. Take care. Take care. When the night has come And the land is dark And the moon is the only light we'll see 
No, I won't be afraid. Oh, I, I won't be afraid. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. So, darling, darling, stand by me. Oh, stand by me. Oh, stand, stand by me. Stand by me. If the sky that we look upon should tumble and fall, or the mountains should crumble to the sea, I won't cry. I won't cry. No, I, I won't shed a tear. This is long. As you stand, stand by me And darling, darling, stand by me Oh, stand by me Oh, stand now Stand by me, stand by me Darling, darling, stand by me, oh, stand by me, oh, stand now, stand by me, stand by me, whenever you're in trouble, won't you stand by me, oh, stand by me, oh, just stand now, stand Stand by me.